1: This is season five, episode 333 of the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. We're glad you joined us again. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Hi. hi. Hope you guys are doing well today. So, the challenge for last week was
0: that you remember the story about would you go to Finland because they
1: oh, yes, yes. I
0: think it's I think we're coming up to like I think it's through April 2nd. So, if, we, if you really were interested in doing it, there's 10 people that they're going to have an all expenses paid trip to go to uh, Finland. For a Masterclass in Happiness.
1: And it's, it's, it's funny because that Monday morning after we posted this last week, which right. was actually the day this came out. Okay. Um, CBS This Morning had the top 10 places in the world... The happiest place to live in Finland was number one. I
0: think they've been number one five years ago. Norway,
1: a there's a, all of those in that general... Yeah,
0: and you know, the funny thing is, we think about those places as being kind of cold and dreary, yes. but I think they've just sort of learned to live with it and overcome. You know, they just, okay, you know what? Four or five months out of the year, it's going to be pretty dark and cold and...
1: And we're going to enjoy the heck out of the other yes, seven months out of the year. Absolutely, Or,
0: you know, you make the best out, yeah. out of a situation and life hands you lemons and you make lemonade.
1: Hey, sometimes, you know, you get you get to a place where you're used to something being like, stay, say a steady temperature. Say, I don't know, we're, we're San, Diego. San Diego. You know, so that's the norm. And you don't really give it the just deserve, so to speak, because it's warm, it's nice every single day. Yeah. So you put these people in the opposite situation where they're miserable for four or five months out of the year. So well, they're probably as happy as happy can be. I don't, I don't want to say miserable, miserable, but, you know, yeah. cold, wet, you know, dark, well, it's, snowy. It's,
0: I think that the cold and dark, like the winters make you appreciate the spring and summer. Right. That's the,
1: that's the point I was trying to make. Yes. It Absolutely. gives you a
0: greater appreciation for the other seasons.
1: Yeah. so people who live in San Diego expect that every single day. So Yeah. 100%. All right.
0: So... Uh, we did actually have a couple people respond to that. Actually, I think Heidi and Mary Lou both commented nice. on it. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, I would definitely go if, you know, it was an all-expenses oh, trip. I had unlimited yep. PTO. Heck, yeah, I would do it. Yep, yep. Um, okay, so let me get you to rate your week.
1: I'm going to give my week a 9.4. Okay, good. Part of the reason being is I believe we had quite a few downloads last week.
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did.
1: Probably I- one of the one of the biggest weeks mm-hmm. we've had. So. Yep,
0: it was it was very good.
1: Nice, nice.
0: Um I'm going to give mine like a solid 9. Like it was a good productive week at work. Got the last little bit of training, at least that I th- can think of that I needed to get to other people. Um some situations came up that don't come up very often, so there was an opportunity to do some training then. Um uh, and then we had a very productive week here and it was um it was a balanced week. I'm gonna call it a balanced week because it was a nice bit of relaxation along with some hustle and some getting some stuff done. And um, yeah, my nice. ham my hamstrings are a little so- <laughs> they're a little sore today from some of it, but it's yeah, no, it feels good.
1: So I'm gonna get you to go over your three little things for last week to review. My
0: three little things was number one to create a new morning routine because I no longer have to be at work at the crack of chickens. And so I have a little bit more time in the morning. So when I was talking to Sarah about it, she said, you know, like the goal is not to get up for you to do it every single day. She said a great start is three days a week. Right. And you do it when you kind of like you feel, you know, you're in the vibe. So she has me doing a couple different things. Um, Definitely have increased my meditation. I did yoga for the first time in a really long time Saturday, which felt really good. I felt very inspired to get up and go hit my mat. Um, Wow, I've been off my mat for a really, really long time. So very much looking forward to having more opportunity. I probably won't have the opportunity to necessarily do um, yoga in the morning until after I leave shoots on the 7th. But um, yeah, so very much looking forward to just exhaling a little bit. Um, so that was number one. Uh, number two was finish the last of my training. So have done that at least the planned stuff. If anything else, new, different, weird comes up, we'll definitely train on that. And the last thing is organize stuff in the garage. And I did that. So I pretty much knocked all three things out of the park. I like it. I like it. How about you? Uh,
1: mine. Yes. My number one was to uh, get some more RV stuff done. Um, You know, you regular listeners know that I've got some shoulder surgery coming up, which is going to kind of put a kink in things that we've got going on, but we're going to work through it the best we can Mm -hmm. to keep moving forward. Uh, Number two was to help you with organizing the garage, which we did, and we we knocked that out of the park. We're going to talk about that a little bit Mm -hmm. in a minute, but it went really well. And uh, number three was to start prepping for a new project, which I also did, so... I was Good able job. to get everything done, and I want to give a quick shout out to Keith, my brother from another mother, who yes. is going to store my motorcycle at his place and keep the battery charged up, keep it cleaned up, and start it up every once in a while while we're out on the road for the first six or eight months or so until we kind of figure out our course of action and you know where we're going to be, and we, we, we already know the first six months is going to be a little hectic because we've got a lot of plans, and we probably... You know, won't have a lot of time or places that we'll be able to spend on the motorcycle. So, we're going to leave that behind when we first leave.
0: Yes. Yeah. And there's nobody I would rather leave it with because he's yes. a rider and he's actually got two or three motorcycles. And so, and he takes very, very good care of his stuff. Absolutely. So, I know he'll take just as yep. good care of our yep. stuff. Um. Okay. So, you've got something up there that you want to talk about. I'm not sure exactly what it yeah, is. So, but the,
1: the little words are... Uh, uh i don't know what you want to call it the, stalemate yeah well no i'm talking about the the whole purpose behind it so i wrote two words up on the board and one almost okay. stalemate the other was plateau and uh, that was just to kind of give me a reminder about what i wanted to say was the fact that you know it's okay sometimes you're going to reach a point in your life that things are going to flatten out and you know human beings thrive and desire achievement in moving forward um, And we've talked about this a little bit before about you, there's becomes a point in time in your life where you can't do better than yesterday every single day. And it's okay to flatten out for a while, stay at a plateau or stalemate, whatever you want to call it, until the next chance, chance comes along to kind of step forward or advance yourself a little bit. Um, And I feel that, you know, we kind of are leading up to where we are now we put ourselves into a stalemate or a plateau situation because we really can't move forward very much until things progress a little bit more. We already have our plan moving forward. Other than packing up and getting things put away, there's really no advancements for us to do. There's no really next step to take. Um, And that happens in people's lives a lot. And what happens with that is you wind up this is when you hear people say, all I do is get up, go to work, come home, go to bed, get up, go to work, come home, go to bed repeatedly. And that happens a lot. And if you don't have things to look forward to in life, trips, uh, your next step, buying a new home, selling your home, whatever it may be, um, you do wind up at a plateau or a stalemate for a little while.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, and for me, I so <clears throat> when I, uh, gosh, I don't know, a month or so ago, when I first started the really big push- to purge and clean and sell stuff. It was very exciting because it was new. And then like a few weeks into it, I was like, oh, good Lord. And so I gave myself a little bit of space and grace, and I stepped away from a couple things to say, I'm getting burnt out on this, so I need to find another area that will spark my motivation. And I did. And so I I have to kind of wait to be a little bit inspired because I really like, this is not necessarily a fun, I mean, parts of it are very gratifying, but it's not fun. Right. I would not qualify. This as a fun task (laughs) to get rid of all your stuff, go through and we're getting ready for painting. You know, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen for all that. And um, yeah, so I wouldn't call it fun, but I I agree with you. I think you need to sort of like have a, a push And like move forward and then kind of level for a second. And I call that a regrouping stage. I call that like, like okay, I'm going to regroup and figure out where does my next, like, what do I need to attack next? Or what's my next area that I want to focus on or whatever it is. And, um, and I, I, agree with you. I think that it's okay to kind of give yourself a second to sort of like, okay, take a breather. Could be a day, could be a week, could be a weekend, whatever it is. And give yourself that permission to say, I need to come back. I need to step back. And I need to take an assessment of what needs to happen next.
1: Right. And, you know, along with that, it, it part of the point I was trying to make as well was even in life, your career, everything you do, uh, baseball players, football players, you have people that go out and they're superstars. They, they build up to where they're really great. And then, you know, they have a little bit of a flat spot. And I'm just saying that that flat spot or that plateau is okay. And it's going to happen and just about every realm of life that you have to deal with, you know at some yeah. point in time you're going to get to a to where you you just can 't move forward, and the increments that you grow and move forward greatly decrease the higher the level gets so when you 're really just getting started you 're a laborer out in the field working on construction, everything you does it does everything you do <laughs> sets you way apart or uh, much ahead of where you were prior to. But I've learned over the years that the higher you get up on a ladder, the further you climb that mountain, the less you have to achieve to get to the top, that those increments that you improve become smaller and smaller. And in between, every one of those increments becomes a you know stalemate or a plateau.
0: So it's like stair steps, right? Yep. I mean, it's it, you're going to have shorter rises to your steps. You're right. The higher you go. And the further you get into a project or something like that, you obviously have those huge leaps and bounds. So I want to go back to something that you said about like, and we talked about giving yourself permission to have that plateau and giving yourself that permission to to take that breather. It's no different than the seasons, right? Yep. So winter is all about kind of going inward, conserving energy, preparing for what's about to come, which is spring, which is where you have this big burst from the trees, from the flowers, from the earth, from everything, where all of a sudden nature shows all of her glory because she's had that time to kind of go inward, to rest, reflect. Right, regroup. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yep.
1: So, you know, give yourself some space, give yourself a breathe, some breathing room. And when you get to a point in life, you can't expect everything to be a shot to the moon. But every step that you take forward or even sideways keeps you on the track or the right path that you need to go down.
0: Yeah. I'm not usually a fan of a lateral move, but sometimes that is, it's still a movement. Right. Right. So that's kind of where we've been at for the past couple of weeks. So, cause we had those first few weeks where, you know, <clears throat> those of you guys that are new to the podcast, we are selling everything and we're going to be moving into our RV full time to go travel the United States. So, We have a five thousand square foot house that has to either stuff, either has to go into storage, or it has to be thrown away, be sold, whatever. So the initial push was like, was it in our in our um, our closets? Yes. So it was our closets. So I think I took like twelve or sixteen bags of stuff to Salvation Army just from my side of the closet. Yeah,
1: there was over twenty five bags of stuff that went to Salvation Army.
0: Um. Anyway, so that was like the first kind of push, and then we we decided as a team that we were going to do room by room. So then the next really big push was like I think the um the office. We went to the
1: office, which had twenty some shelves that yeah. were just packed full of stuff. You've
0: seen the picture; it's on it's in the Facebook group. It's on my Facebook page. It was a lot of work. So, but I think that that has worked for us. And so then we decided to kind of we had a really nice weekend where Saturday we. You built a fire Is one of probably the last fires. I put that on my yes. story. You know, this is probably going to be one of the last fires that we have in this house. And I think about all the fires that we've had and all the weekends where we've had, you know, a nice warm house and how grateful I am for all of that. But we decided, so our game plan was to, to do some stuff. And we actually wound up kind of going in a different direction and, and we were doing some planning, and you wanted to kind of think about, we needed to relook at our budget for going on the on the road, because things have shifted. And while we follow some people, we kind of went off of their budget, but I think that they probably boondock a little bit more than we're going to, at least at first. Right. So we had to shift some numbers around, and we wanted to see what that new monthly budget looked like. And then we started looking at the cost of us to go out to Arizona and back, fuel cost, I'd already run all of the campground costs. So we kind of went down that rabbit hole. But it was a really productive rabbit hole.
1: Yeah, we spent probably five hours doing it, four hours. Yeah. And we really just were going to go in there and sit. And, you know, once a week, we go over our, you know, schedule. We, we you know, our... Um,
0: for our time blocking for the yeah, one Yeah, for, for
1: the one thing for the week. Like, you know, what appointments we both have. And it just helps keep us on the same page. That usually takes about an hour. Um You know, and then we had some other things. we had scheduled time out in the garage to kind of regroup out there because we 've just been shoving stuff that we 're going to sell and stuff that goes into storage we have just been putting it in piles in the garage, and I was like, all right, we need to kind of start splitting this stuff up a little yeah. bit. but with all that being said, we wound up spending almost five hours going through our planning um yes. and then that plan our morning planning that we typically do to take us through the week led into us our planning for you know, the next six months of our life once we leave here.
0: Well, we also have to set up what's called a domicile. So when you don't physically have a, like a house or a dwelling that you live in, in a state, like, so what we're going to be doing, it's called, we have to domicile. And trying to figure out when we, because you physically have to go to the state. And our options are Florida, Texas, or South Dakota. And so we're going to pick Florida. We have friends and family that live there. So we're going through that. And we've been trying to, run this timeline about putting the house on the market, running down to Florida, because you have to go, you have to get your driver's license. Mike's going to have to transfer his business. It's going to be a little bit of a, a crazy time. So we're not sure if we're going to be able to do that until we go down to Florida in the wintertime. We may not be able to set that up until then.
1: So we're going to be left without, you know, we're, we're sorting through trying to figure it out. We have to have an address yes. after we sell the house and before we get down to our domicile. in Florida happened domicile, you know, for you guys that don't know what that means Florida is a state that will allow you to belong to Florida and not physically live there. Be a resident, not right, become, re- but right, you're a resident, resident of right.
0: Florida without physically living there.
1: Right, so it, we'll be residents of Florida. We'll have Florida driver's license. We'll have, yes. you know, all our vehicles will be registered in Florida. We'll have some we'll type of address. There, so, yes. But that still allows us to travel all over the country and not physically live in Florida six months out of the year, which is what most most yes. states require.
0: Yes. So but it really like it really allowed us to kind of dig down and, and fine tune that timeline because yes. what we've been trying to do is trying to force ourselves to get down there before and get back up here by the middle of August. That might still happen. We don't know, but we had to come up with a plan B because if the house first off, you're having surgery yes. <laughs> and your twelve weeks is going to be July. We may or may not be able to drive. I don't think we'd be able to go down, set up our domicile and come back in a month. Right. Definitely not 2 weeks. No. So, we need we, more
1: like 5 or 6 weeks probably minimum to make it all happen.
0: As of right now, we're planning on being in that specific area where the county we're going to domicile for a month because you got to go to the doctors. You know, you have to, you have, to get, have an attorney get an attorney you have to get your um, vehicle registration voter registration there's a like there's a we're using a group called escapees they give you a like three page list of things that you have to do so our our plans shifted on Saturday so I, but I feel like it was a really really good time spent planning and looking at op different options so that we weren't sort of pigeonholed into we have to get to Florida by a certain date right. And it gives us other options. And then we did wind up going out into the garage and we got a lot of stuff done. I was shocked.
1: (laughs) I was shocked at how much we got done. It took
0: us about two hours to kind of sort through stuff. And I have like, I have four or five tubs of just Christmas dishes. And I have a guy that I work with. He said that somebody in his family may be interested in them. But regardless, so I took a bunch of pictures so that I could send to him. So, but all that bending down, Lord help me, my hamstrings, this is how I could tell I've been away from my yoga mat because my hamstrings. Between doing yoga yesterday and then like the constant bending over and up and down and moving stuff around. My hamstrings are really like they're like, Girl, They've where enough, where huh? are you <laughs> girl, where you been? Where you been?
1: But the point behind what we were just explaining was, you know, we've been planning this for over three years now. And our plans have evolved all the way up until Yesterday, at this point, you know, where we keep manipulating them a little bit to try to fit the circumstances, and you know, things change, things get thrown in the mix. I'm going to have shoulder surgery, so you know, drop back and regroup. And you know, we were taking a look, you know, we're putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to do a lot of things between now and the second week in August, which is a date that. You know, drop dead date that we have because we have a cruise to go on, and we have to be here, household or not, domicile or not, we have to be yes. back in this area yes. to take the to take the cruise. So we're like, man, is this really something we want to try to pull together? We really want to put this much. Uh, you know, stress on our life and what's going on. So we we come up with a plan B. So if everything yeah. falls exactly the way it's supposed to,
0: and you can drive the RV right, all there's the the a chance we can go
1: down and come back. But if not, we have to have plan, plan B, B so we don't wind up getting caught with that. Right,
0: because we have to be in Arizona the first week in November. Right. You have your guys' camp trip the end of September, which means we have to leave the very beginning of October. To head the 2,600 miles or so out to Arizona to where we're going to be. And then we have a drop dead date to have work done on the RV in Mississippi at the end of November. So we have about 30 days to come, actually a little bit less than 30 days. We have about three weeks to come back from Arizona to Mississippi, which... It all works out. It's all fine. We have And all it's of nice. It's a,
1: it's a great schedule we have. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. We could jump in a motorhome and drive, you know, 10, 12 hours a day and, and, and get to where we need to be in a couple of days. But the whole purpose no, behind the fun. new lifestyle we're living is to enjoy every day, take a breath, take our time, allow us to do the things that we need to do and give us ample time to make all that happen. Yeah. So anyway, so to, to wrap a- up. It was yeah. a
0: little bit of a plateau. Like the past week or two has been a little bit of a plateau. For me, it's about regrouping and figuring out what I need to do next. And, and in the midst of all that, we're having the upstairs painted, the house being powder washed, uh, landscaping stuff is being done. It's, yeah. So there's a few other little flavors being thrown into the super making. But I did come across, I went to, I came across a really cool uh, article from Good News Network. And it's a, there was a survey, Chinette actually did it, which it's so funny because we love Chinette. We love the platters. Like that's what we mm-hmm. use for Easter. And we use it when we go camping, like when we go down to the valley because there's usually a lot of food in it. So it holds a lot more food. I like Chinette. Anyway, so there's a survey of 2000 Americans that um, they wanted to kind of figure out like their thoughts on environmentalism and how has maybe has that changed. So over the past year, Most U.S. adults have been taking some small steps to do the right thing as far as, like, conservation and going green and stuff like that. So about 39% started having conversations with the people they love about going green. 37% donated clothing. That's us. Uh, 36% have started purchasing sustainable products, which I think that's fantastic. We're looking at changing to a sustainable um, laundry detergent once we're done with the laundry detergent we have. Yep. Um, other people, about 49%, um, have started taking up regular habits of recycling. 51%, which I f- feel like it should be a lot higher, have avoided littering. Like, who litters? Um, some people have started using, 46% started using compostable, eating materials, plates, cups, that kind of stuff. Um, most of it is millennials, which is 82%, and 77% is actually Gen Z. But it's a positive step in the right direction to help our environment, to make sure that we're a more sustainable community and, um, just planet. Yes. Well, well we
1: have to get back to where we used to be. You know, I'll go back 30 years. I can go back a little bit more than 30 years when, you know, preteen. Um, I did, you know, a lot of work on a farm. Uh, nothing was thrown away. Right. That tin can that you opened it. We don't even use tin cans anymore wound up in the shop to hold screws and nails mm-hmm. and it never it never made it back to the land i mean somewhere along the line i'm sure it got yeah. every rusted da- who, how many or,
0: how many how many dads had the coffee coffee yeah. cup full of or the coffee um can yep. full of hardware
1: you know we used to use all of it reuse all of that stuff and now you know we became a point in time in our life where everything was disposable i mean telephones tvs Nothing gets repaired. You know, there used to be TV repair, man. You know, you would take your TV to a shop. Then there was a point in time where it actually came into your house and worked on your TVs. Now people pitch them in the trash and go buy new ones. they're so
0: much cheaper. Yes. So. No, I think it's definitely a a step in the right direction. I think it's going to make a much more positive impact on the earth.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So let's do our three little things for this week. All right. Mine is, number one is prep for painting because about a week from now... The painters will be coming in. Yes, to paint. We've got curtains to take down. We got like this whole podcast room
1: has to be breaking down and and stuck in the middle.
0: Yeah. Um. So there's a lot to do. We've done a lot, but there's a lot more to do. There's a lot of last minute stuff. The second thing is to work on the basement, Mm -hmm. as time permits. There, we have that room, the furnace room, it's going to take both of us. We're yes. going to definitely have to do that together. And then my last thing is begin the wrap-up. I'm entering my, the last two weeks of me working at shoot, so.
1: I like it. I like it. Yeah, how about you? Uh, mine is to, I uh, have pre-op scheduled, so I have a few things i got to get ready for that. Okay. Uh, my number two thing is to try to get the tractor switched over and get the grass cut, whether you do it or I do it. Okay. It really should be done before it gets power washed, but we'll see. And the third is... um I have a l- few things that I absolutely need to get done uh, before I get my shoulder surgery because I just it will be impossible to do it afterwards. I'm trying to get those done this week. Okay, so.
0: well, if you need any help from me, just I let me will. know. I will. So.
1: Do you uh, have a good news story for us? I do.
0: So this is really a video. I showed it to you before we started. There was a wedding reception so all of a sudden, Michael Jackson, Billie Jean comes on and there's an older guy who you said looked like Megan's dad, Joe, <laughs> and he kind of does. And he was, he owned the dance floor. My man had all the moves down. If you don't feel good after watching this guy dance, I, there's He made me def- want to get
1: up and dance. There's something <laughs> wrong with you.
0: He goes down to his knees and I thought I would, my there's knees no would collapse. Up. Yeah, I no would need, up yeah, that. would not happen. <laughs> So, So you guys
1: absolutely need to take a look at the video. It's pretty cool. He
0: thoroughly enjoyed himself, and everyone around him enjoyed it as well.
1: So, do you have a positive quote for the day?
0: I do. I do. When you dance, your purpose is not to get a certain place. Sorry, is not to get to a certain place on the floor. It's to enjoy each step along the way.
1: Well, that goes along with our good news story. It does, <laughs> and that's
0: from Wayne Dyer.
1: I like it. I like it. Do you good have job. a challenge for us? Yes. So the challenge for you guys this week is a tough one. I want you to take a few minutes and sit back and imagine what the next chapter in your life should bring. Okay. Whether you're at a pl- plateau or you're at a stalemate place or not. Um, sit back and take a look. You know, what does the next chapter in your life look like? Nice. I like it. All right.
0: I like it. All right. So make sure that you are in our Facebook group, The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. That's where you get to see this awesome dance video for our good news story. It's where you also get to have daily gratitude. And I actually um, saw something online about the effects of, they were cardiac patients. And just by writing down each day a few things that they were grateful for over the two months, like made a drastic improvement in their health.
1: Firm believer. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Me
0: too. Um, so let's see what else. Make sure that you, th- you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode.
1: Yep. Please drop down and do that because we want to increase our, uh, our viewership subscribers. or subscribership. Mm-hmm. Um, so help us get that boosted up by hitting that button. And? Give us that five-star
0: rating. We'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday for the Pod flash. Until then, be kind, be well, and...
1: Until next time... Choose positivity, my friends.